There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode two of season four of The Twelve Monkeys. Holy crap, holy. Okay, so. Yeah, Perry is literally killing us uh, with these first two episodes. Seriously, I wonder if he's like at home just laughing hysterically. Oh, Like when he sees all yes. these tweets. <laughs> yes, because he pulled another one on his first episode. It was Todd Stashwick and Deacon. Now it's Emily and Jennifer. It's like, no, you are not doing that to us again. Yeah, you, seriously. I mean, he he's something else. I do like him. As, oh, he's as, so it, It's <laughs> awesome. But still, quit messing with our heads, man. Because then yeah. you're going to do it and be real, and nobody's going to believe you, and then we're going to be devastated. Yes. <laughs> so I'm really afraid what's happening the rest of the season. But that being said, let's talk about the ratings, because we have it. Yes, episode two brought in a 0.04 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.259 million viewers, making it the 127th rated cable show for the day. So apparently people went out on Friday night. Yes, but I have a feeling that by the time we get the plus seven, it's going to be huge. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind it will be much, much, much better. Yes. All right, let's jump into episode two, shall we? Episode 2, Ouroboros. Travelers come face-to-face with ghosts from the past when they find themselves maneuvering around their own timelines. Dun-dun-dun. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that was like a really nice way of saying, like, don't cross the streams kind of thing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And there was so much happening. Oh my gosh. And and seriously, like, I was stressed out. Like, oh, what's going to happen? They're going to see. But then what? And uh, uh, uh. You there was me. a whole lot of that. <laughs> a whole lot of that going on in this episode. Oh, man. Now, I have a question, because we get, like, in the very beginning, it's essentially the pilot episode. Do you think they just reshowed it? or Because I felt like it looked a little bit different. Maybe we it's just to, me. No, I, I think we got to see more of what was probably already shot, but didn't make it into the first episode. Oh, okay. That's why what I felt I'm different. They did, yeah. Because the scene with Ramsey and Cole looking for Cassie's body in the watch, we didn't see all that scene in the pilot. Okay. Basically, they find the watch and go back to Jones. But Plus, it was four years ago, so it's like I could just feel like there was more, even if there wasn't necessarily you right. know, anything else. Okay, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like almost knowing what we know... That somehow Cole knew more than what he was putting on the screen. I'm like, damn it. I know yeah. I'm projecting now. But it just <laughs> seemed like there was more. I mean, how weird is it as an actor to be like, okay, we've done all this. Because there's no way 
they're like, in season four, let's do this. So let's kind of play with this. I just feel like it'd be so weird. Right. You don't really see that. Even in Doctor Who, they don't really go back into their own timeline. So you don't really see like this weird crossover happening that much. Yeah. And uh, believe me, this got weird. Yeah, this this got even more timey-wimey than anything I've seen. Right, so. because, of course, Cole brings Cassie and Jones along for this trip. Yeah, why not? Let's bring the whole gang along. <laughs> oh, jeez, nothing like screwing up every timeline. Right. I don't know, so Jones was just like, well, I didn't mean for this to happen. Okay, but then how do we make this not be this way? Yeah. <laughs> Fix this! Like, do science. I don't know. Do something. Right. (laughs) But why? I mean, they still haven't figured out why they defaulted back to the very first day where it all started, though. No. Jones doesn't understand that at all. It's like, hmm, is right. (laughs) And, of course, nobody knows where to go from here. You think that Jones would have a plan somehow. But, I don't know. She's just like, all right, I guess we're rolling along with this timeline and see what happens. I mean, were you a little surprised by that? Yeah, it was a little weird, and at the same time, also made sense after some things happened. Okay, okay, we'll extrapolate when we get to that point. Okay, okay. okay. (laughs) Now, Cassie is just focused on one thing, revenge. Yes. I can't say I blame her, but she's just all like, all right. We're going back and we're going to take care of Olivia at the one point in time when she wasn't surrounded by the army of the 12 monkeys. It's like, okay, that sounds great, but... Yeah, is that really going to work? Because, well, it sure didn't do anything when they got rid of Leland. That's true. But, I mean, at that point, they didn't realize how far back everything had gone. Right. But still, uh, obviously... We as the audience knows this goes way back. Yeah, because way we've seen those back. primaries way back in the woods. So I don't know, not feeling like this is gonna work out so well either. But I don't know, Cassie is just like, you know what? Not happy with you still, because the whole thing about Leland and then you dragged me into it. Yada yada blah blah. So yeah, she's got a lot of resentment right now. Yes. So maybe it's a good thing that they ship her off to the 70s. Yeah, whether that's going to make things go down a different path than possibly would have, I don't know, but I guess everything's connected. Very Dirk Gently here. Yeah, more so than (laughs) they even realize, I'm afraid. Yes. Why don't you take us inside the lab, though? Oh, this was so great, because you had Cole, Jones, and Cassie up high in the, almost in the rafters, just standing there watching themselves, basically. <laughs> you just kind of go, wow, this is just a little strange. Right? And then the whole thing just, like, how does nobody notice there's people up there? Do they never look up? I mean, what's going yeah, on? Apparently not. <laughs> not when they're so focused on trying to get this first splinter off perfectly. And I guess if nobody's supposed to be up there, you're not thinking anybody is actually up there. Right. And we get just this great scene where, okay, they got to figure out, they got to cause the the distraction so they can get in and get what they need, get that power core. Solid plan. Solid plan. So, of course, 
Cassie comes up with the perfect plan for that is to trigger the alarm for the um, disease oh, activation. Yeah, act, like an outbreak. And that everybody goes into lockdown in the room. So that just makes things perfect. Well, it makes perfect sense. But right. will it work? I don't know. I feel like perfect sense doesn't always work here. Oh, no. <laughs> Not in this show. Especially when you have Cassie seeing herself on TV. Yeah. Now, that was so awesome. It was so great. Now, that hasn't happened up until now, correct? Right. Okay, that was completely new. See, this is where I'm really going to get confused. It's like, what in this has been, like, previously shown, what hasn't? Because I know some of this stuff has. Right. Now, this, this interview that she sees of herself has not been seen before. I don't think she could have sent herself a better message if she tried. Oh, that was good. That was yes, good. Yes, it's a cycle, and you just kind of go, okay, this Cassie that is in the past again has got to be Cassie 2.0 because she doesn't sound anything like Cassie 1.0 right now. And then the fact that she looks dead at the camera, like yes. she knew this was the moment she'd be watching this. Yes. Yes. A circle, a loop, is just a second chance. And I'm watching this going, wait, did we see this before? But yeah. then she looked so startled. I'm like, I'm so confused. <laughs> but it was yeah. so good the way it happened. Oh, it was just so great. And, well, then we have Jones. Yeah. Oh, man. Jones, I love this because, I mean, we know that she was exposed to the radiation. And I didn't know, like, how bad it was, if we're going to even find out, or if she's just assuming everything's going to somehow reset. Right. But she's like, I need to just go straight ahead and take care of this myself. I'm going to go talk to me. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's not the best idea, but I guess as long as they don't get too close or touch each other. I mean, Cole did talk to future assholes, so I mean, yeah. why not? Yeah, and it was interesting that she recalled the one thing that put it in her head that actually made it made sense to her was this actually happened because she was still trying to figure out how to get the tether to work and hadn't come up with a solution. So in her mind is, oh, well, my future self must have came back and visited me and gave me the secret ingredient to make it work. Well, I mean, it works, so... Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that I See, I didn't really pay attention to that moment, like, them saying that to each other. It's so weird saying this, too. Right. Like, But, yeah, it, it's really interesting, because you have past Jones, who this is the Jones that doesn't know Hannah's alive, either. Right. Absolutely she does. So she, this is the old gruff yes, Jones so that she's we so surly. introduced. Yes. Yeah. And then we have... Our new Jones, future Jones, who has all the information, and she's still like, she's got that, that edge, but at this point, she's like, there's other ways we gotta look at things, we gotta roll with this, cause now she's not as angry, I guess. Right. She should be angry still, but I guess for whole new reasons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then, yes, we find out how the tether works, yay! Well, Jones tells Jones, well. Yeah. Boy, and I'm going to confuse myself. Jones <laughs> writes it down and then says, ah, well, I will make sure that I will uh, 
keep this from becoming a paradox by taking some pills and having some alcohol, and this will end up being nothing more than a really weird dream. Now, I don't understand how it was going to be a paradox, but... Again, yeah. this starts getting to, like, I need a flow chart, so I'm cool with yeah. it. Yeah, I'm going to go with it, too. Yeah, I'm just going to roll with it. All right. And everybody comes back, and hey, guess what? The plans changed. What? Yeah. Cassie does not seem to be a happy camper about this. No. I mean, you can't blame her. She thought she had a solid plan. Yep. Because she wants to go after Olivia with everything, and... Cole and Jones are like, you know, I think we need Jennifer. Yeah. And, oh, man, this was getting a bit, it was getting a little dusty, let's say that. Getting a bit much. Absolutely it was. <laughs> because she didn't know what was. No. She didn't know what was going to happen. And she, like, begs Joe or Cole, come with me. Yes. And. can't. Oh. <laughs> oh, rip my heart out. Especially when you. She says what he said previously, this was always a one-way trip because they didn't have the tether at that point. I was like, oh, God, no, make it stop. Yeah, we're ripping them apart again. Oh, stop it. But, of course... Tell it me, Metallus. uh, Of course, Jones and Cole are like, well, we have to rebuild what we had. So, okay... We're going to steal one of the power cells, which makes sense because that's why the original one was so hinky. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, so this did happen, and we survived yeah. it. All right, let's do this. Yes. Oh, jeez. Really? Talk about just crazy, crazy, like, time stream right now. Yes. Nothing is making sense because everything is everywhere. <laughs> and then we get to see just two unbelievable scenes. Mm. One with Jones and Whitley. Oh, my God. Where she has to remember that she's supposed to be gruff Jones and not this... <laughs> nice person. Very emotional Jones, because she knows her Whitley gave his life for her. Oh, God. It was rough. These couple yes. scenes were so rough. It's like, Why? Why would you do this to us, Terry? Why? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got Cole and Cassie, Jones and Whitley, and then Cole and Ramsey. Oh, my God. Which I and was how- surprised with that one. Yes. And how Cole managed to maintain his point of view, not knowing what Ramsey does in the future and trying to keep it that way was just Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, just breathe. Just breathe through it. It'll be fine. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just and the thinking. Look on his face uh, yeah. when Ramsey walked off was, oh, thank God I didn't screw that up. I know, because at this point, he's got to be thinking, too. Was he already about to betray me? Did he already have information? It's like, I'm thinking that. I would think our cold 2.0 is thinking that. Right. Oh. <sighs> I was like, oh, don't say anything, but you want to say something. Yes. It was, yeah. It was something else. But after all that emotion, we <laughs> we got, again, a little bit of comic relief. Just a yeah. little. And then another. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See, he's still not over it. He's choking on it. No. <laughs> no. Well, 
And I could not remember who this person was. I'm staring at this guy because we have a new player all of a sudden. Right. From Game of Thrones. Because they have 12 actors and they're all on every other show. But anyway, Conleth Hill, who is the Interpol officer Bottom. He's hot on Jennifer's heels. I'm staring at him going, why do I know, do I know this face? And the reason I couldn't figure out who he was is because he had hair. Yes. <laughs> because in Game of Thrones, he plays Varys, which he had, he's bald. So it's like, he looked so different. And of course, he's not in like those crazy robes. But I'm looking at him going, I know this face. And then I just forgot to look it up. I was, yeah, I was just racking my brain. But anyway, he ends up showing up at the museum and he's, course wants to know what's going on and apparently he's very straightforward in regards to what was stolen yes he describes the ouroboros as oh the ass-eating snake okay i guess that's one way to put it i mean it's not it's not a lie right right but though it is kind of curious that he actually kind of knew what it was Hmm. See, I I know. I just couldn't say the word very well. <laughs> I've it's been in a lot of different things that I. Oh my god! What if I'm part of the, the twelve monkeys that I don't even know? Oh my god! Anyway, moving yeah. on. <laughs> Obviously, he's like, "Well, this is important. It's the key to something important." But why does he know anything? And why exactly. is he so hell bent? I'm getting it. When the other guy's just like, really, this is what we have to worry about? People are dying everywhere. Right. And this, they didn't take the treasures in the museum. They took the most worthless thing we have. Right. Because even out of all of the Ouroboros that were there, that's not even the most expensive one. Right. Like there was gold and silver. And it's like, this looks like a rattle. <laughs> yeah. Which is really, it's still really interesting the way it looked, but... Okay, so what does this mean? Is Bonham part of the Army of the Twelve Monkeys? Yeah, that was a distinct possibility. <sighs> no, this is not going to end well for Jennifer. No, I was so worried. Of course, they pay a visit to the hotel that Jennifer is in. All by herself, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Unfortunately, we see she sees her uh, Sydney Bristow version die. <laughs> Imaginary death as the police catch up to her. Oh, I love that too because she's like, "But you're not real. How are you dying?" She's like, "Ah, oh, was it a bullet to the brain or something like that?" <laughs> but there weren't even guns. No, <laughs> they just knocked on the door. Right? <laughs> it was just so funny. And then she tells herself, "Don't forget your passport." Yeah. And she forgot her passport. Uh, and left the laptop with everything on it that showed where she was going. So it sure didn't take bottom. Bottom didn't have to do any detective work to figure out what was going on. <laughs> no. Here, follow me. Yeah. Okay. Good job there. Oh. And of course, as she gets to the train station, I'm thinking, well, she left her, her passport. How is she getting on the train? Or I mean, I don't know how it works. I've never been overseas. That would be your your thing, Steve. Right? Yeah. No, really don't need it to get on a train in a country once you've entered the country. But she sure wouldn't be able to get on the airplane out of the country. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 
And as he decides to confront her, I was like, what is she doing? Yeah, because she looks up at the time and sign there at the station. And it kind of changed where it very distinctly had the date and time. Right. And then she just gets this big grin on her face. I'm like, what is she doing? Yes. Because then she starts backing up. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the shout out, Terry, even though you didn't know it. (laughs) Maybe he did. Maybe he's a fan. Who knows? But anyway. Yeah. But as she starts creeping backwards really slow towards the edge of the platform again, what is she doing? (laughs) Yeah, because there is a train coming. And she just kind of looks and looks at bottom and looks and and this was weird like what he said was kind of strange to me he's like you're all alone without your passport in a foreign country with a plague i'm like that just seems like a weird thing to say i i mean i get it you know something along the lines of we know we have footage of you you stole it just give us that you know something along those lines Right. But the way he said everything, and that's why she looks at him, and then he asks about, where's James Cole? And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Who is this guy? And then, of course, red flags galore. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, he's one of them. Because that would make sense. Yes. And so she happens to say, I'm not alone, and throws herself in front of the train. I'm like, what the hell just <laughs> happened? Seriously, I'm just like sitting there and my jaw was just, oh, like, yeah, bouncing up and down off the floor. I'm like, what? I don't, I don't understand this (laughs) because we know they're looking for her, but we also know that all sorts of shit is happening in the future. Right. So I was just, I did not know what to say, basically. No, (laughs) thank God that. They showed him in three. I'd have hated to have to wait a week to find out what happened after this episode. Oh, God. I even tweeted Terry. I said, Terry, is this a shout out to Orphan Black? Oh. He didn't reply, this sneaky bastard. <laughs> he didn't confirm or deny it. Oh, my God. It was something. It was something. Well, what did you think about the episode? Because... We're freaked out, so we want to know what you think about it. So shoot us an email at sci-fi-talk at fangirlzone.com so you can tell us what your thoughts on all of this was and were you as shocked as we were? If you weren't, you don't have a uh, pulse. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to say you totally knew it was going to happen, oh, come on, really? Really? Yeah. Anyway. All right. While you're at it, please rate and review us on iTunes and all the other platforms you're finding us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying the podcast and the show and that you are shocked. <laughs> and two deaths, two episodes. <laughs> you, you, whoa. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, oh, my God. This is how this final season, just everybody's going to die. Yeah. It's like the Red uh, Wedding. Red Wedding season, yes. <laughs> While you're doing everything, too, if you want to check out our Facebook page, it is at FGZone and uh, and our website. I don't know why I went right to Facebook, but and our <laughs> website, www.fangirlzone.com, and you can check everything out and, of course, various reviews that we'll have up there and uh, all sorts of little things that we have 
We have a lot of stuff over there. Just It's easier to go check it out than talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for this amazing episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl-S. And I'm Steve. Time isn't a straight line. It's a curve. It bends around itself, growing while it turns. And until next time.